Hello and welcome back to Witchcast, guys. My name is Julia. And I'm Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Yes, happy Friday. Or actually, we're going to release this a little earlier. This one's going to be on a Monday, I think. This one's going to be on a Monday. That's a great way to start your week, guys. You know, make your Monday a little bit better. How how, like into myself do I sound right now? (laughs) Listen to me talk. For like an hour and just make your whole week amazing. (laughs) Yes, just make your week amazing by listening to me and Alana just babble on. Yeah. Okay, guys. So in today's episode, uh, it's going to be a very special one. We are waiting for our guest. Her name is Jen from Lips- Lipstick Legion Crafts. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi Welcome. Good. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be on the show today. We are so yes. excited to have you. Welcome back, Jen. Love having Thank you here. You. Thank you so much. A lot to talk about today. So super exciting. Yes. Yes. So we're gonna get we're gonna get started with our tarot card of the day, and then after that, we'll talk a little bit about um, Jen and everything awesome that she does. Um, so today, I decided to switch it up and pick a different deck. You all know that I love to use my everyday tarot deck for this, but my Nightmare Before Christmas deck was just like calling me from the shelf, and I had to use it. So let's see what we got for you today. Yay! <laughs> we have the ooh, drum roll, please. No, <laughs> yes, you did it. Uh, the the four of potions, which would correspond to the four of cups in a traditional deck. Um, so the four of cups means that there is some sort of decision, um, that you're looking at, some sort of choice to make, but it's not quite the right time to make that choice, or whatever options you have aren't the right options for you. Um, the right choice might be something that you're not even currently considering. Um, so if your gut is telling you that, you know, there's more options out there or just to hold back and wait a little while, then definitely listen to your gut on that one. Yep, for Absolutely. sure. And I was thinking that even with the uh, Mercury retrograde in Aquarius, yes. where one would normally um be all about intuition or using um communication and just really going out for it when you see the four of cups it's really like using that mercury retrograde energy to see how you can get to the end result in a different way instead of worrying about the one cup that's not attainable so i think it's really interesting to kind of if you're stuck in a rut there's always a way to get out of it you just got to think and do something differently yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely a great point there. Um, especially like right when usually when you're in a in a retrograde, it's not the best time to make big decisions. Also, um, so they definitely fit the theme together. Yeah, you guys both basically just said what I was gonna say, but in a better <laughs> and more eloquent way uh, for sure. <laughs> you you are super eloquent. What are you talking about? No, no, you guys are amazing. I'm so glad that you guys brought up the whole fact that the Mercury retrograde is here. And then we have the uh, four potions coming up in this episode. It's all about kind of like almost like stagnant energy, but we're going to revitalize that mm-hmm. and we're just going to yeah. keep moving forward and kind of just persevere. So I'm very yep. excited. Yep. And yeah. sometimes they treat, you know, some people treat Mercury retrograde as a dun, dun, dun. Sometimes it's not always so, you know, and it gives you a chance to kind of relax and take it easy and kind of do some introspection. So, um, you know, it's not always a curse that everyone thinks it is. So depending on what you need in your life, it may come in a good time. So, you know, we can kind of talk about that too. 
Yeah, definitely. definitely. Because like you said, a lot of people always seem to fear Mercury retrograde or any <laughs> retrograde in general. I know, um, it's the big scariness and everyone hates the retrogrades. But I mean, like shadow work right now that's mm-hmm. gonna be something great to look into and mm-hmm. there there are a lot of ways to take advantage of it yeah 100 percent. now before okay. we get further jen how about you introduce yourself to everyone and tell us a little bit, bit about you know everything that you do sure i mean where do i start <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man i'm just I'm an all-around creative, so if I'm not doing a thousand bajillion projects at one time, it's like I feel like my day is not fulfilled, if you guys get me with that at all. Yeah, I feel that 100%. (laughs) So so I have a YouTube that's Lipstick Legion Craft. You can find me there. Um, We do all kinds of stuff. Like on that channel, I kind of want to reach out to any viewer. Like I do spirituality, um, a home decor i do diys we have two segments that are really popular there which is witchy wednesday and um spellcraft sunday which i do love it (laughs) so that's really popular and and that's what i do um on youtube and i also have um i have two etsy's so one's lipstick legion the original lipstick legion where i do like horror memorabilia and i also have lipstick legion craft um which is the same of the same thing that i do over on youtube but it's just i'm selling my wares so that's basically that kind is of it. very cool that yes. is so cool i love that you thank have you. your second etsy store congratulations on yeah, that thank that's, you have so much going on it's exciting yeah, yeah yeah and you know and and now it's like i want to continue but I see where we are in in the sky next month and I'm you know it's it's always a good time to plan out right and say okay maybe this isn't the right time to do this at this very moment you know so um that's why kind of witchy witchy planning is it's so needed and so necessary Oh yeah definitely oh, I, I do so much planning based on like the sky and For sure. the time of year and everything it's yeah having and all those planners that we talked about back (laughs) at the beginning of the year definitely come in handy for tracking all that oh yes yes 100 percent. yeah i was just (laughs) going to say all the planners that me and alana have we have basically all our information of what we're going to do for like the day for the week for the month what have you and there's a lot of information that's needs to be put out out there for content wise for what you need to be aware Mm -hmm. of so Mm -hmm. i think super cool that we have a lot of different kind of resources to go to for sure for sure yeah so um now that we have our jen here and everything we're going to talk about the sabbats and the wheel of the year first just a little bit of information like a background of what it is uh jen you want to take the lead yeah for sure so um the wheel to me starts at Samhain. So Samhain is really like the witch's new year. So it starts like that turn where, you know, I guess everyone would more identify as Halloween for anyone who's like not mm-hmm. pagan or not mm-hmm. practicing. But Samhain is 31st of October to November. Um, and I usually work with uh, Sarah Dwin and Callie. And it's just really ancestral work. The veil is thin there. So if you really wanted to reach out to your loved ones, you might want to do that with lucid dreaming. So that's all with like Samhain fall, like <laughs> probably what, like one of my favorite Sabbaths, of course, is, you know. That, that's definitely, it's, it's up there for me. It's when we get to my favorite, I'll tell you my favorite. I wonder who wants the same. I don't know if I want to say or. Samhain, we'll find out. I'm, I'm curious now too. 
and I'd have to say sour is like my number two. I am um I am a necromancer, so that's like yes, my rituals get yep. very big on that day mm-hmm. because that is the easiest day for me to reach people. Right. Um right. and let's we had the that perfect full moon um last year. Oh and yes. it I made myself a bunch of ghost water and stocked up on that. So that was last year was a fun one. Oh, that sure. sounds so nice. And you have a chance to work with really heavy hitting goddesses, right? Like Hecate yes. or Morgan or you know, things like that. So that's that one. Yeah. In a nutshell, without kind of going too too into it. Then you have Yule, which is beautiful, beautiful Sabbath, which is the winter solstice around. Um there's there's a mixed reactions to Yule as far as time. So I know some people celebrate the 21st to the 22nd. I celebrate Yule 12 days. So like it starts around the 21st and it goes all the way into New Year. Um, And we're just really kind of celebrating the hearth, the warmth, really kind of family time and coming in and, and really honing in on that like evergreen longevity and and really the happiness and prosperity that you have. So like, oh, that's beautiful, Jen. Yeah. I love Yule because I do like I really love the tradition of the Oak and Holly King and that story in itself. Um, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful, and you know they they both kind of fight for the goddesses like favor, and one one um king does one half of the year, and the other king does you know the summer half of the year. So it's just a nice um tradition if you follow like that tradition for Yule, but that's what anyone would relate to as Christmas. And then you have Imolk, which we are coming into now, which really is a beautiful, beautiful Sabbath because it's right in between winter solstice and spring equinox. So you're still, it's still cold right now. Yes, I have about five inches outside my house right now. We're going through a snowstorm, but there's still like signs of life, right? Like if you go outside and you take a walk, like, even some of my stuff in the garden, at, even with snow on them, I can see like little, little like seedlings starting to hatch. So it's such a beautiful Sabbath to, to know that like we're coming out of darkness and we just had the return of the sun from Yule. And now we're getting really getting that sun energy to revitalize us for spring. I love that. that uh, do you want to go over some of the festivities that you can do for this holiday upcoming? For Emil, you want to go through the year, and oh, yeah, then we'll we'll do that. Yeah, let's go through the rest of the year so we can oh. get like a nice little overview for everyone, Good and point. then we'll Good get point. more into the details. Yeah, sorry, okay. I just got so excited. I was like, I, I know, want to learn more so about the city. <laughs> I hope I'm doing a good job trying to paraphrase oh, no, you. you are. Let me know. You're doing great, Jen. Amazing. Keep going. Okay, so Ostara is um is one probably would both associate with Easter. So that's the 20th to the 21st of March usually. Um and that's the spring equinox. So again, a lot just like Yule, there's a lot of traditions that started like pre-Christian with like Easter eggs and the bunny. And it's funny because um there's a story about Ostara where the goddess will come. And, you know, everyone would give her gold and give her like fur and the Bonnie that didn't have anything. All he had was his eggs and he like adorned them and painted them. And the goddess actually loved him for that. So that's why you always see the goddess with the hair, because 
the actual painting and himself taking the time to paint the eggs is what won the goddess's favor. So that's where eggs painting comes from. That's where the goddess in the hair kind of comes from because nothing matters like more to her than someone who actually makes something and means it. Aww. So that's Aww, where, that. yeah, yeah. So that's where Ostara comes from. Um, what else? Okay. So Beltane, Beltane's Woo-hoo! my favorite. Yes. We have the <laughs> So yeah, Beltane is an. How awesome is Beltane, you guys? Beltane is amazing. It's it. such a and my birthday. Like so it's many my birthday different month. cards to celebrate it too. It's great. Yes. Oh, and Rhiannon just has to just. She's my uh, matron goddess, but Beltane on the first of May. I mean, what else is there to say about that? I mean, we're kind of right at the like beautiful time of spring like almost peaking summer solstice but it's all about fire it's all about um fertility it's all about the maple magic (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just so feel good and it's funny because when I went to my coven um you know I that was my first time actually going to one of their homes and we were celebrating Beltane I saw like all the kids and the families and they were like wrapping around the maypole and like at that moment I'm like this is kind of where I need to be like seeing families seeing kids and like of all ages so it's such a hit home type of solstice for me I love the maypole tradition also I yes um I made one using, uh, I live in like an apartment complex, so I really couldn't go all out, but I, um, there was like a good tree right in front of my building and I ended up taking like paper ribbon and tying it all around the tree and decorating the tree for the day. Um, and I had a lot of fun with that. That's so fun. And it's just like, it's such a feel good vibe, right? Yes. And then I climbed the tree and I don't know the last (laughs) time I climbed a tree. It was, I was like a kid again. It was great. No, it's so, and, and and it's funny you say that because that's, it's that child, it's that sun, you know, that sun tarot where it's just like such pure joy. That's mm-hmm. kind of like belting leading into Letha. Um, yeah. Letha is the 20, 20th to the 22nd, I believe of June. And that's our summer solstice. So that's right directly opposite of Yule. So the, the bittersweet thing about Letha is that it's summer. It's all about sunflowers and like Gaia and you just have like really that full of sun. The thing is the trade-off is that after Letha, the days start getting shorter. <laughs> Whereas Yule is like that night is the longest night. So everything after that, the sun gets stronger. So after Letha is like, oh, okay, now we're going back to the winter months like slowly where the days get shorter and shorter and shorter so letha is the longest day and yule is the longest night so that's it's a beautiful solstice but then it kind of comes with a caveat you know yeah um lamas so it's lamas is a really awesome one that's like really um about the harvest it's one of the main harvest sabbats of the wheel that's you know when you're kind of reaping your wheat and things like that making a lot of bread um, that is and then, when I always make my corn husk doll online yes, and then I, I yes. keep her on my seasonal altar for the yes. entire year and then I'll make a new one for the next year. Yep. And yep. And that's perfect time for that, you know, and it, it kind of puts you right into that like harvest mindset, even mm-hmm. though it's still warm because it is in August. 
And then the last one, which I really love too, is Maybon. And Maybon is more like what people would think it's um, like th- our Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, oh, with I the cornucopia. So <laughs> oh my God, yes. So that's kind of the wheel of the year in a nutshell. And I think that I'm just like transfixed into listening to you talk about the wheel of the year because I don't particularly celebrate every single of the different Sabbaths, but I, I celebrate enough to know exactly what I'm doing. But that is just, I was amazed by the whole storytelling of what you just did. I was like, okay, I definitely need to learn. I know you explained everything so nicely. I need to learn. I love this. You know, the best way to, to do the wheel um, and, and if you if you don't want to have so much um, like you don't want to have um, what's the word like you don't want to do all the work or do all like all the stuff like the best way to celebrate it is by food Ooh. like there's yes. such good food throughout all the Sabbath so you know that's I, if you're I a beginner did. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna cook exactly um, for on Tuesday but I know I mean I'm definitely one of my friends shared on Facebook this lavender poppy seed cake. Yes. yes. Um, and so I'm, I'm leaning towards making that, but I haven't figured quite figured out dinner yet. Um, but then for Yule, I decided to do a dessert party. And it was like desserts and like wintry cocktails. Ooh, oh, that sounds so awesome. Oh, especially was, like with sale. Yes. I, I so got good. this. Um, I got a book and it's witch, it's witchcraft cocktails. Um, and it's like they're all seasonal based um so there is a inbox le- lemon drop um that i'm gonna try making this year and it is it's basically your standard lemon drop then it has eucalyptus um and orange in it wow. as well this, I, so, I need this book in my life you said what is it called again oh my god Amazon witchcraft cocktails and it there are and it's a it's, it's also hysterical. just a beautiful book like the pictures in it they like it's they make these drinks look so pretty like mine are never gonna look that good <laughs> oh my god i need to get this asap but, that sounds amazing it gives you it gives you like a little like story about why like the ingredients in the drink mixed together like w- like help with certain things and it gives you ideas on integrating the drinks into spell work as well um so I'm, i was i saw that and i was like i need this i need this so bad like, but why <laughs> am i just finding out about this <laughs> that, that's a good question i mean do you not do you not scour amazon oh, for that's to so integrate funny. drinking into your craft uh, amazon is like so a, the life ruiner for me because i'm always finding new books and i'm just like no but my wallet says no i know it's all- the book list never gets smaller yeah oh what happened to jen I don't know. I think she, we list, we may have lost her there for a second. Let's see uh, if we can get her back. Let's We're just get about her. to get into the real good stuff. I know. I was so excited. I was like, oh, man. This is like, I was really transfixed in her story about the Wheel of the Year, like I said. It was I like know. so she told much good so info. beautifully. It was like a storytelling like moment. And I was like, oh, my God. I felt like a kid all over again. Oh, man. I know. It was like a, we were sitting in front of a fire, like listening to a story being told. Okay. Um, give me one second. Let me get Jen back. Okay. Well, I guess while we are waiting for Jen to come back, I will tell you all just how... Oh, there we go. You don't have to listen to me ramble on anymore. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know what it is. I think it was all the excitement about... <laughs> 
she actually really quickly read so funny funny. (laughs) but yeah like that's actually perfect like what I was trying to say is the commitment if you guys don't want to do the commitment of of practicing every single sabbath the best way you can do it is either by food or definitely by drink like that's really really cool Mm -hmm. yeah i think so alana uh you need to tell me the book so i can post it later in the description because i'm sure a lot of people are going to want to get this book yes for sure i ended up i'm trying we made like um there was a couple different like boozy hot chocolates in there for you all that were so cool Mm -hmm. that's very cool Okay, so. so why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the history of the Sabbath that we have coming up? Who's taking it on? Oh, well, this is, let's, how about you, Jen? This is your, your, our, <laughs> our Sabbath guru yeah, here so, today. So, um, so actually, Imok really means, to me, like, there's, there's a couple of different ways that people can interpret that. But Imok, to me, means literally quite literal is in the belly. So that's why it's so beautiful. Like if you ever guys ever like um, Google Imok and you see like the picture and the, the woman is underground and she's kind of like tr- really blooming out, you know, like that's in the belly, it's in the womb. And that's why, um, you know, Bridget is such a like a great goddess to work with amongst other goddesses when you but it's you know she's she's really a goddess about hearth and um a motherhood and you know the divine so when you talk about a sabbath that's all about growth and things like that and planting seeds it's very much a brigid very much a matron type of energy so the good thing, the nice thing about Imolk is that it's actually a Celtic festival. So I think it's one of four. So, you know, even if you're not Wiccan, um, a lot of the Sabbaths can be practiced if you're not Wiccan. And that's 100% factual. So it's all about really where they come from. And, and you can have your own way of celebrating Imolk if you want to start a fire, if you want to plant seeds. There's so many ways that you can you can practice in milk. But really the beautiful thing about this Sabbath is really just the flourishing and setting intentions and having that flourish throughout the rest of the wheel of the year. Wow. Okay. Yes, and, and, and talking this about Bridget, it's, I absolutely love the story of her um, from, you know, from the Celtic lore of her as a goddess all the way into the, um her as a christian patron saint um saint bridget it's it it's almost that she was such a powerful goddess in ireland and they when the you know when the church came into ireland and they wanted to convert everyone that was just one of the things they they could not get people to stop worshiping bridget Mm -hmm. she had such a strong following that they were like you know we can't get rid of her. I, I guess we just have to make her a saint and tell people that they can be Christian now and still worship her. <laughs> um, and then she became a um, a patron saint in in um, in Irish Christianity and in a lot of those stories. Um, she was Mary's um, Mary. Oh, what's the, Mary's midwife? Um, so she was there for the birth of Jesus as well. Um, in in Christianity and their stories. So just the fact that she crosses over through so such different cultures is always just 
fascinating. Oh, and that that makes her one of the the most powerful goddesses. And like I'm getting chills because she's like when you have a goddess that, like you said, goes through many different practices and many different religions, often called like Bridget or Brigitte or maybe something else. But I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really, really powerful. And you caught it kind of right on the nail that like she is a fertility goddess and that's why she's so powerful in in book because it's all about fertility it's all about you know invoking a childbirth so her being a midwife is not really you know it's it's something that she would be really strong with you know mm-hmm. yes and that's um that's also why you'll see um the the Catholic holiday candle mass mm-hmm. is going to be the same day as Imolk, um, and that's because of the Bridget connection right. there. Um, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get the Celtics to stop celebrating Imolk, so they were like, okay, well, we're just going to change the name of this, um, and it's going to be about, um, I believe, Candlemas involves the presentation of the baby mm-hmm. Jesus um, in the mm-hmm. temple. Um, and that would have been something Bridget as Mary's midwife would have been present right. for. Right. Um, so it's just, you know, one of those things where they just, she has, she crosses so many borders and it's just, you can f- tell that she's so powerful because of that. And she crosses many borders, but it's the same, it's the same premise, right? So like, let's just say, yeah, it's so fertility. Right. And- well, and then you have baby Jesus, but then you have on the Celtic side, She's often found with the lamb because she's like baby lambs, baby animals are being born. So that's why milk is a really big, um, you know, offering for for Imolk because it's either milk, if you believe, you know, in the Christianity form, it's milk for all the baby animals. If you believe in the Celtic form, it's just beautiful. Like it, it has the same kind of undertones, even though they're cross paths. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, perfect sense. So how do how do you celebrate? Um, I celebrate. So I switch. I usually um decorate my altar. I try to decorate every Sabbath, but definitely every solstice or cross quarter. So like I'll celebrate by um decorating for my altar. I'll leave an offering of milk. Um, I burn white candles for um to symbolize like pure uh, purity. Um, I usually try to make a Bridges cross, even though it sucks. <laughs> My Bridges yeah. cross sucks every I'm trying year. to make one for the <laughs> first time ever. Um, I have reeds from Ireland, um, and I'm really excited to make it, but I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm going to have to watch a whole I know, I know. Videos. I got close, <laughs> but I'm still like, this is not cute. Like, it's not what I see, like, on Pinterest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'll like the, I think the most important thing is that I'll try to ground as much as possible because it's all about the ground and and how it's reawakening. So like maybe planting seeds indoors, like propagating them and then bringing them out during Ostara. So grounding, cleaning my home, planting seeds, oh. like those are the types of things that I do. Okay, maybe that's I did go on a big cleaning spree today, so maybe that's why I was so pull to try to clean there you go yeah yeah it makes a difference (laughs) I was I was texting Julia earlier and I'm like oh my god I've been cleaning my kitchen all day but I need to do it yeah you get drawn to do it because you're just like in your mind is cluttered you know like you just have to do it yeah oh yes and when your space is cluttered your mind is cluttered and it is 
And yet my craft room is probably the most cluttered place I, always because I just cannot seem to organize I know. it. I'm not the only one. <gasps> yeah. yeah, at least at least it's not just me. Um, but I do. I have a seasonal seasonal altar as well. Um, so I will probably tonight or tomorrow for sure start swapping everything out. Um to put my Imolk um offerings and decor up on there. I still have my little Yule tree that I made um and my Yule log out. So it's time to time to take those down and swap things out. Um but I do have um like I said I'm gonna try to make the bridges cross. So I have the reeds from Ireland to try to make that and I have my white candles. Um I do so every sort of what I've made my um I guess like my ritual for the Sabbaths are a candle ritual and a bath ritual. Um, and I have, I get a, I'm going to have to plug like my favorite kit right now. It's by Spellbound mm. Enchantments. And they make these amazing Sabbath kits that has everything you need for a candle ritual and a bath ritual. Um, so I have, I'm super excited for this bath because it is a milk. Oh, that's perfect. Bath. Um, I know. Um, and I'm it's like, I just ritual baths are one of my, absolute I know, I know. It is so nice. Um, yeah. And then I have, um, a candle ritual that comes with, um, anointing oil made from basil, bay, cinnamon, rosemary, and lavender and herbs to roll that in. And I always like to do all the, it's three candles. I dedicate each candle to something different. Um, I'll usually do a wax reading at the end of it. Um, but typically I do kind of the same thing, um, for each Sabbath. I just kind of gear the intentions towards whatever. Yes. Yep. Um, that specific one. That's like a really cool box. It's almost like the witch's moon type, like vibes that like I get monthly too. Yeah. Wow. That's very Oh my God. I, from listening to both of you guys, I'm like, oh my God, what should I do? I have no <laughs> idea how to decorate my altar yes. or do anything. So I'm like taking notes, like scribbling down as fast as I can, like do this, do this, do this, do this. So um, that's very cool. Well, you can get like, do you have any cute little like goat or sheep figurines or like stuffed animals? I mean, I can always go you buy can throw one of those on your altar. <laughs> you know, it's actually just put a little bit of put a little bit of milk out there it's actually really because i did recently learn that um that just imolk the word itself um is related to the old gaelic word for the, the term that they use for breastfeeding Mil- yeah milk milk oh. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah yeah yes. um so it it i was like oh that's that's why okay that's why everything yeah, yeah. Sheep and, goat mm-hmm. and everything and i have an adorable stuffed goat that is now on my altar and when you squeeze him, he turns into an angry goat. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> he goes from a smile Aww. to a growl. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. I'm going to go buy some animal. But I was just about to say that I think that this holiday might be perfect for me because I'm actually the year of the goat in Chinese astrology and Zodiac. Oh, there you go. So, oh. yeah. Perfect. So probably have to, like, look into this further and kind of just, like, see what I can do to kind of, like, incorporate that into my practice. So that's very cool. Yep. And, and if... And if and- all else like planting uh, a seed or an herb indoors um, you're in California so you can probably go outside but um, I th- any type of planting so you can set intentions right before the ground actually starts to 
um, get warmer and grow, that's probably the best thing that you can do during this this Sabbath, in, in my opinion, because where I'm where I am, it's frozen, like the ground is frozen. So anything that I can do to get out there and plant something, so that way it kind of warms back up. So like in my land, the land warms back up and it warms my intentions and it grows. That's probably the most important to me. But you know, super easy. Well, I'll definitely do that because right now we're I 73 degrees in California. It's perfect weather all oh, year long. God, so jealous. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's, 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 see, it's getting warm here. It's like in the 70s of the day and then it'll dip into like the 40s at night. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't do it. Like my plants, if I leave them outside overnight, they get Aww. frost on them and then they die. And I, lo- I lost my marigolds to the first frost we had this year. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I know it was so sad, but, but yeah, no, I mean, there's so many like small things. Um, like Jen said, just some grounding exercises or some journaling about grounding or, um, I had, there's, I already have my shadow work prompt, um, for that night planned out. Um, so if anyone wants to journal along with me, um, the prompt that I'm going to be using is what what new energies do I want to take with me into spring and what do I want to leave frozen behind? Oh, that's behind beautiful. Me I love that. That's so amazing. Thank you. Well, Thank totally you. Yeah, go. same. That's really nice. Really nice. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you guys <laughs> I'm glad people want to do it with yeah, me. Yeah, a lot of it will have <laughs> so to I, I won't be the only one journaling and like crying about my feelings. Yeah, a lot of we're going to post that so that way everyone can find the prompt because that's actually a really good idea for shadow work. Holy crap. That's amazing. Oh, so shadow work's kind of my one of my things. I always tell everyone that that that's yep it's, it's such a feel it's a feel it. good it's a feel good thing and you're talking about shadow work you guys want to talk like some astro grab like just oh yes okay so Ooh, cool yes. like um it's just because i just reminded me shadow work you know especially we're coming into aquarius and with the with the uh the retrograde it's like something an aquarian does not want right <laughs> like if they're, oh. they're, they're yeah, all yes. about like insight and social intuitions and, you know, communicating and trying to make the world a better place. Like there's such philanthropists. Like I love my husband's an Aquarius and I feel like mm-hmm. the thing that he does is like for the greater good all the time. Like he's a really a, a, a awesome soul. So, you know, with the- that's awesome. Yeah. I'm a, my rising's an Aquarius. So it definitely, comes yeah, you know, it's like, I think a lot of times I almost act more like the Aquarius and I'm a cancer, cancer Aquarius. That so is kind of interesting. interesting. <laughs> that is kind of interesting. But, um, <laughs> you know, you probably can get that little sense of like always wanting to see the truth. Like Aquarians always are just like truth seekers or yeah. into conspiracy theories. So <laughs> I love conspiracy theories. Right. Like, did you know that birds are not real? <laughs> They're actually, they're robots that the government I die. on us. I'm living for that. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm looking for that as we speak. Oh, now we have to do a conspiracy theory <laughs> episode. <laughs> but like, and I can tell you all, oh my God, it's, it, it goes back to like, like the JFK assassination is related what? to What? Okay, that's robots. a whole different episode all in yeah. a very <laughs> Okay, I love that. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go back to Age of Aquarius. 
so like um i just it's just aquarians are awesome like i just i haven't met an aquarian that i really just don't like but the thing with that is that mercury is the planet of communication you know uh, most of us know that it's it's like social media or it's like you know just facebook or um just wanting to meet people speaking to people is all like the news all about communication so when you have someone like aquarius who's or you're or you're having mercury retrograde and aquarius it's almost like to me i treat retrogrades like an inverted um tarot card it's like i do almost the opposite of of what it's meant to do so if Aquarians want to, if they love social media, they want to speak, they want to be heard on these platforms and they're in retrograde, what does that mean? So what that means is that we should really take the time to kind of relax, chill, take, you know, pull back the reins on posting so much or being present and kind of do what you're talking about, Lana, like do some shadow work and and really spend some time interpersonally instead of always out in the public. That's where Mercury retrograde can be good for you, especially if you're feeling that like Aquarian energy. Um so you know yeah oh, for sure. it's all that reevaluation. Yeah. And we also have, and with with Mercury um, and Aquarius right now, we also have, um, I believe February 1st, Venus goes into mm-hmm. Aquarius, um, which is going to make that if there's, it's a good time to show your sure. romantic, um, like express yourself romantically. If, you know, you've been, had your eye on someone, you know, that might be the time to kind of just go for it. Um, you're going to be a little more confident with that. And then I think we have really good timing on uh, February 13th, Mars and Neptune sextile each other. Um, so that's one of those super fun astrology words where it basically just means they're at certain points in the sky that they make a specific angle um, yep. if you want yep. to connect the dots, essentially. But when Mars and Neptune sextile, it brings about romantic feelings and enhances mm-hmm. sensuality and intimacy. So perfect for the day before and, Valentine's and Day. And Valentine's Day, we almost have five planets direct. Like five planets all in Aquarius. So it's Ooh. a very highly charged day. It just happens to be on the 14th. Lots of energy. And what I love about this month to kind of go back, on the 1st, the moon um, opposes Chiron. And Chiron is like this little planet that really no one gives a lot of like notice to, I feel like. It's like a very underrated planet. But Chiron's like the wounded healer. And when you have the moon that opposes Chiron, that means you need some healing. So along with shadow work, it's a good time to do some cord cutting. It's a good time to let go of things that aren't really giving you any purpose. And that's once you do that cord cutting and once you let go and free yourself of some things that you don't want to be held down to anymore, you can you can enjoy the rest of the month, right? You can enjoy what you're talking about the 13th. You can enjoy the 14th, yeah. but you really kind of have to do that work in the beginning of the month to get there, you know? Yeah, and that, that fits in yes. know, seasonally also, just leaving the dark half of the year behind and going into the light half of the year um, is always a good time to, you know, cut cords mm-hmm. and leave things in that dark half. Um, so that way you could be lighter when you mm-hmm. go back into the light half of the year. So it's it's always fun. I know, and that's how it usually happens. So <laughs> and, it makes and then me we so have happy. a new moon. 
no no for sure like you know and there's a lot to be said like astrology i can go on and on i love astrology it's like a really passion thing of mine but i mean there's a lot to be told there and it just doesn't happen you know for no reason and a lot of people think that like oh it's witchy it's like actually astrology is is more scientific than anything it's it's you know it's it's planets it's alignments it's it's what you feel out of it maybe you know it's kind of spiritual but the planets are happening no matter what you believe in exactly and I mean I bought I wanted to you know learn more Mm -hmm. about how to interpret my birth chart and everything and I went out and bought this book about astrology and I started reading it and I was like I feel like I'm <laughs> yeah, in college yeah, reading I think the textbook <laughs> like this stuff's complicated there's a lot of numbers yeah I, I actually take classes happening? with a woman called the cool crone so she's she's actually a, a sister of mine in the in the coven she's been practicing she's been studying astrology like wow. I don't even know for 25 30 years but um I have to take classes like I can't even read a book like I have to I have to have someone literally spoon feed me this, this information because oh, it's yeah. it could get difficult and I was sort of like okay maybe I mean you know in, unless I want to really deep dive and dedicate into this maybe I'll just go yeah. to other people yeah. for most of my astrology info because uh, we all have our strong points yeah. <laughs> and that just might not be my mine <laughs> too Alana so Jen next time when we do like an astrology episode please please yeah us. it's so fun and you know it's just like yeah. I will say this because you guys we're all tarot readers we're all like that's our jam right so I will say that learning astrology yeah. is like almost like you know when you first picked up a deck of cards and you're like okay like do I have to memorize all this or like then after so much practice you're like okay like if i just get the suits down and learn about the suits then what do the seasons mean and then what do the numbers mean and then things start kind of falling into place because you break it up Mm -hmm. and that's how astrology is like once you start breaking it up um it starts to kind of get a little bit easier and easier but when you look at everything at like overhead it's just too hard just like just like a deck of tarot cards it's just too hard but once you break every like single thing apart it really becomes easier so i would say it's you know it's similar to that that makes it seem a yeah lot no you guys, you guys i have to say okay because uh i was starting to freak out and i was like uh, do i really know anything about astrology no i know the basics and that's it um, but wow, Jen, you've really taught us quite a bit about the Sabbaths and just about everything in general. I just want to say thank yeah, you so much welcome. for coming back. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. And anytime you want to come on and talk to us and teach us more. Yeah, for sure. Next next Sabbath, so you know, fun. we should, it's, it's Ostara, so maybe we could talk about crafting or something like that. But I would love to come back on next month and let's talk about Ostara. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We'll make totally going to pencil it sure. in. Um, guys, so if you want to find Jen on YouTube, I'll link everything in the description and her Instagram as well and her Etsy shops, of course. So if you guys want to figure out where she is and located, just look in the description and I'll put everything in there. So um, just want to kind of reiterate, Jen, you want to just plug back in your Instagram and your YouTube channel stuff? Yep. So you can catch me on YouTube at Lipstick Legion Craft, and you can also catch me on Inst- um, on Etsy at Lipstick Legion Craft. Pretty much Lipstick Legion Craft on all platforms. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, that was 
And I will make sure that we yes. put that <laughs> cocktail yes. book on yes. Instagram for you guys yes, to look please. at. I know you're everyone's probably like, yes. Yeah, so we'll definitely have drink. to post um, the drinks one and then we'll post like the, um, you said you use the Nightmare Before Christmas deck, right, Alana? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I've, I may have posted that one on the page before on Instagram, but I can definitely yeah. link that back up there for you guys too. And also um, the Spellbound oh, yeah. um, Sabbath mm-hmm. kit. If any of you are interested in that, um, they'll have the um, Astara one will be coming up next and they take pre-orders and everything. So I'll definitely link that for you guys too because it is, it's a great kit. It has really awesome. everything yes, you need and for some nice Don't ritual. forget the journal prompt for the shadow work as well. Yes. Everything will be yes, for you yes. guys awesome. on Instagram. This is so fun, you guys. Right, well, it was yes. awesome chatting with everyone today. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again next month. And to everyone yep, and have a lovely, we'll lovely email again next week. Bye. Yes, you too.